Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. That's right. You're listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard Mariners podcast. The alternative underground dive bar fan podcast of the Seattle Mariners. Brought to you by OB City Entertainment. And now, the host of the Rye Bread and Mustard Mariners podcast, Myron what up this is myron and this is episode 10 of the rye bread and mustard mariners podcast the alternative underground secret society back alley speak easy non-sanctioned dive bar style fan podcast of the seattle mariners again this is episode 10 we're very thankful to be making our 10th episode. We're going to be making more of these, and we got some big announcements coming up on other upcoming episodes. Again, thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing this with other like-minded Mariner fans. We appreciate it. Keep up the hard work. This thing is growing. We're really enjoying doing this, and we got a lot more content coming to you. Also, check us out on our socials. Um, also, if you have anything to say, uh, or questions or um, you know ideas, email them to the rye bread, not the just rye bread and mustard podcast, rye bread and mustard podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's rye bread and mustard podcast at gmail.com. A little bit about today's episode we're about to get into. Uh, my grandma Norma is back, but for an extended uh segment here on this episode uh we got a lot of feedback on her from episode nine and she was happy to (laughs) very happy to come back and you know give her strong opinions on the uh, mariners and mets series that just concluded we just had a series win over the mets it was a really exciting series if you didn't catch it over the weekend three one run games just a really good uh look at a dream world series matchup i think it would be really good kind of keep this episode a little bit short we did have some plans for a deep dive into the mets uh specifically the 86 mets keith hernandez we were going to do a big thing with him and seinfeld and also you know the story of lenny dykstra who's a very (laughs) very uh weird interesting uh person to dive into when it comes to the world of baseball we are going to do that we are just going to dedicate like 45 minutes 60 minute episode just on that in fact we're going to be having some more of these 
deep dive non-topical episodes coming up here shortly. Anyways, again, thanks again for liking, subscribing, and sharing. Keep doing that. We appreciate it. Anyways, I'm going to shut up and get out of the way and let you sit back, relax, and enjoy the Rye Bread and Mustard Mariners Podcast, Episode 10, right now. Myron, you've got to speak more into the phone. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm on the microphone. All right. Well, oh, what did you, what did oh, you think? Right. What did you, Grandma, what did you think about the Met series this weekend? That was a good series, wasn't it? Oh, yes. I really enjoyed it. Look at that. Eight to five, eight to seven, and we, we fixed the Met. I yeah. mean, no, I don't think anyone thought we could do it. No, you said on Friday that was the best game you've seen all year. Two to one. Yeah. What was it? Two to one, and Mariners? It, and they played like a team. They played They played together, not like each one wants to be a star. Yeah. What, right, yeah. Hanson? That's what you were saying. Yeah. I totally agree. That was their best win, that first game against New York, and I, I exactly uh, echo what Grandma said. They played as a team. They looked different this weekend. It was awesome. Their attitude seemed different. I mean, like maybe someone had a little talk with them or, or you know. But uh, each one of them is uh, in their own right is a, is a star. I mean, they, they've got a good personality. You can see it when they get up to bat, the way they swing that bat or, or keep fiddling with their wrists, you know. They all got a little inkwells of their own. They did have me. They had electric oats this weekend. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy to see what they do now with Toronto. Yeah. And then, you know, we had the game on Friday, the two-to-one game. Last night, you know, that came down to the last inning with the Mariners. It it was a back-and-forth game. And today was as as drama filled as you can possibly get. That was the most exciting series I think we've seen all year, right? You know, with the, their their crowd was into it. You have to give it up to that New York crowd. You, you could you could hear the crowd behind them, but you know, um, but but when they got up there and the other team hit that home run. Oh my God! I said, "What? What are we going to do? Play catch up again?" You know, yeah. we came through. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was back and forth the whole series. It, it was hard to take. Yeah, wasn't it? I mean, here's first inning, a home run, almost the first pitch to the other team, and and then there you're, you're stomach to the knot, wondering what it's going to do. You know. But when it gets about, the only thing is, look at we had them four to one, and then I went in and went to the bathroom when I came back. And it was five to even. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, no, that's the way you come back, right? Uh, yeah, well they do. Yeah. I think I like them. I like the team. I'll stick with them. Yeah. Yeah. Every every game that um, Robbie Ray pitches, he has that one tough inning where he. Uh, Gives up quite a few runs, you know, three, four runs, and that happened again today. It was so nice that we came back and held on for him. Yes, yes. Today's game was a good victory, right? That was a fun game. Yeah. Was that almost too much for you, though? The back and forth. What the the the, the watching them? 
thought, yeah. hey, I was planting some plants on the front porch, and I'd run in and out once I could see the TV from there, so I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, Hanson was a nervous wreck, too. He told me he was watching golf. He switched it to the golf <laughs> game. Yeah, Grandma, I thought we had it in the ninth inning. You know, we're up three runs, and I, yeah. and I turned yeah. it back, and they had already hit a triple sort of run, and before I knew it, we were almost going to lose that game, and I almost yeah. couldn't take it. Yeah. I went outside and looked through the window. I mean, I said, oh, my God, you can't tell me we had it like that, and now we're going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, it's all about being a Mariner fan. It's tough living sometimes. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ball game. I want to see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Did it again and again and again. Did it again. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the kingdom. I often wonder sometimes when the player, I mean, I've forgotten what my husband had told me about it, but when they make an error and they and the inning's over and they go down into the dugout, I wonder what is said, if, if anyone says anything, or do they say, you know, brush it off or, or forget about it, or does anyone mention it? <laughs> I, I mean, it's, you... you know, it's a, it's these are kind of things I think about was <laughs> was during the ball game, and then sometimes I sit like I talk to myself and I say, "Oh my God, you're sitting here in the room by yourself." <laughs> yeah, Hannah, what about the Raven? <laughs> well, Hannah, what do you what do you think, Hannah? Yeah, lots of frustration happens, you know. It started out as a party, but turned into a case of the missing case. Groovy shindig. We'll turn off the lights! Oh, Mickey! It's okay, doll. No, it's not. There's a case of Miller Lite missing. Oh, it's okay. Somebody in this room. Rodney! Hey, guys, take it easy, will you? Why'd you do it, Rodney? Cause light tastes great? Yeah! Cause light's less filthy. Yeah! I didn't do it. Well, I'm not even Rodney. Uke! I thought it was a costume party! Great mask, huh? But if he didn't do it, who did? They'll never figure out who took that case. Oh, Mickey, you did! Not exactly. Hiya, doll. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I'm glad we didn't go dancing. It's no mystery that there's only one light here. Miller light. Uh, Jesse Winker was getting booed by the New York crowd for, you know, taunting them. But I think that's fun when the crowd's really into the game one way or the other. I think that's good for baseball. You want the... Well, I think, I think New York would be a hard place to play. Yeah. I mean, with the crowd, because you know how they, those New Yorkers are. Yeah, but at least it, there's something. It's better than hearing nothing, right? You know, you play in some of these stadiums like Oakland and sometimes in Seattle in the past where there's nobody there and you ain't, you're not, you're hearing a damn thing. That's got to suck as a performer. But you know, when when the, the we had the bases loaded and the 
I got picked off first base. Oh, game first two. base. Oh, and the bubbles now. He was flat footed standing there. You're talking and, about game and he two. He didn't have to be that far away from first base. The bases were loaded. It wasn't like he was going to steal a base. Yeah, that was a bonehead play, Graham. I don't know what he was thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. And then he blew his bubble. Yeah, they, and then he's blowing bubbles. I mean, it made him look like a damn bubble. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and then another thing. The, the, see, sometimes I'm not good on the names, but I can see them in my head. The one they brought up and then set right back down, that's kind of demoralizing. I mean, either he was good enough to bring up, or he wasn't, but bring him up. I don't even think he, he got in uniform, did he? I mean, then he was set back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just... that happens a lot with pitchers, especially. Oh, was that a pitcher? I think so. I think that's who you're talking about. Well, just just the other day, I mean, he, he came up. I don't even think he ever, probably ever had a glove on the field. And then they sent him back. Yeah, they gave him a plane ride to the stadium and got to watch and go back back home. Hanson, which, 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 which picture do you think she's talking about there? Well, it could be any of them. You know, we made a lot of roster moves. Um, I'm I'm not quite sure on the, the the player, other than maybe that, what's his name, Fairchild from Seattle Prep that was up for a day or two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think one of them wasn't up very long. I mean, really, almost like an instant to me, you know. But, uh, and then I just noticed today that one's named Ford. Now, he was a pitcher, right? No, he's a DH. He was hitting for the pitcher. But, you, but okay. yeah. All right. All right. Because I thought to myself, where did this Ford come from, you know? It was either Mick or Michael or something for Yeah, he was on the spring training invitee team. And then he didn't make the opening day roster. And oh, then uh, he went and the, to the Mariners minor league, came up to us when they had to move him up. Right, Chris? And then, and then and he got to, traded to San Francisco. And then we trade, they traded him back to us yeah. and we had to bring him up. Yeah, he played uh-huh. one game for the San Francisco Giants, went what one for two with two RBIs, and then we brought him back up today. And he had a good hit today to, to, to uh, you know, he's part of the victory today, big time. Two RBIs, you know. Yeah, well, bases loaded, there, two there. RBI single, right? <laughs> huh? Yeah. What'd you say, That's Grandma? Right. I said it paid for his airfare. There you go. Yeah, it did pay for his airfare. <laughs> yeah. Did you know? Right. Han- did you know Hannah hasn't been to a game yet this season? She hasn't. Shame on her. That's right. Shame on her. Well, I'll be going. I'm sure, to well, maybe Hannah does. Maybe Hannah likes football better. But see, I'm not. <laughs> I like football. Well, fine, but I'm not that crazy over it like I am. And I'm, I'm not crazy over basketball because I can't stand the squeaky shoes on the floor. That's all you hear, that squeak. And I and I don't like that. But I do like my baseball. Yeah. You told me that everybody was calling you. You're popular now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was nice talking to you. Yeah, we're gonna check. Likewise, 
we're going to check back in with you at the end of this road trip. We started off with you at the okay. beginning of the road trip. We're going to check in with you all right. in the week after, all right? All right. All That'd right. be fine with me. Okay. All right. Bye, Have Grandma. a good night. All right. You too. Saturday night, get ready for King Five's Almost Live. The show that draws you in with compelling humor, irresistible charm, pulling you forward with spellbinding comedy, a sheer force impossible to resist. <laughs> yeah. Almost Live, Saturday night at 11.30 enthusiasm it's just kind of like a feeling thing over the uh the actual statistics right yeah it's a, it's a good vibe of how the rest of our fan base is feeling you know and they're going through the same thing that any of us go through but you know the ups and downs of the game the tenseness of three one-run games against the Mets where their fans are chirping at us I felt like I was right there fired up you know yeah and you know what I know that me and you were going you were hitting me up we're going back and forth through the whole series and this and that and we're always like oh this is gonna be the next best episode we got 75 chapters of shit to do you know and then you get here and then you're just like you're really riding off your emotions and that's it and the emotions i'm having right now was that was fucking fun that's the same feeling i felt at the end of the year last year watching this team I never have, you know, tasted or felt that again until this weekend. And you got to give it up to the New York Mets fans. They're into their team, and I like it. Yeah, me too. It fired me up. I could tell that it juiced up the Mariners. They played, you know, with an edge. They had uh, Paul Seawald chirping at the crowd, Jesse Winker. I mean, it was good to see the Mariners have that grit, you know, on going to New York and take two out of three. Just getting through that road trip, right? You do this road trip at the end of the year when you're tired or the, you know, you know the dog days of summer are hitting you, and you're like, man, I got to go on a trip where I got to go in and out at customs. I'm on this totally different time zone versus like, hey, right out of the gate, the beginning of the year, things are just getting funky. Things got funky at home. You go to the other side of the country, and from right now. Looks at things, they're correcting things. Yeah, you're exactly right. Going across country, not playing your best ball, coming and winning two out of three against them, with them being the hottest team in the NL, you got to feel real good about it. And then going up to Toronto, like you said, going to that country, going through their process to get in and out and uh, playing another hot, well coached and hot offensive baseball team. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, we got a lot of good players, and some of the players that we got, you know, on instant reaction in the first month, you know, I, understandably, you know, the things that were said about Winker, the things that are said about Frazier, the things that are said about right, everybody, right? Sure, there's a little bit of weight to it, but I think these guys also, all the people I'm talking about, bounce back. And really have, you know, like started to like throw that opposite hand uppercut right now to the critics. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Jesse Winker is starting to get hot. He's hitting like 
300 over. He's like 13 for his last 40. So he's starting to heat up. Um, Julio, he looks like a guy that's ready to take off to me. You know, four for four today, five times being on base. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of three now Mariners that are under the age of 22 that have been on base four times, the other being Griffey and A-Rod, both three times in their Mariner career. And this is the first one for Julio. Michael, what can you tell us about your future plans? I like to buy myself a ballpark. Michael Jordan is going to buy a major league ballpark. Will he buy Comiskey? Will he buy Yankee Stadium? How much is Jordan willing to pay for a ballpark? 15, 20. Your usual, Mr. Jordan, one ballpark. Ballpark Franks, so full of flavor, they plump when you cook them. Yeah, I might just have enough for two ballparks. And try ballpark fat-free Franks. All the taste, none of the fat. Let me tell you a couple of things I was really excited about here was the way we scored these runs at the beginning of the game. Ray coming out there and not being able to shut him down, which you we would expect, and then bouncing back and just finishing strong. And the rest of the bullpen up until second rider, and you know what? Second rider, like he didn't give up the big bomb. He gave up some singles. He gave up this, you know, and this and that. It wasn't like he just came in there and just got bombed on. It just, it happened. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Diego coming in, which, man, that was huge. That was unexpected. I know what my gut feeling felt like that was going to happen. And I'm glad Diego went out there and he fucking changed that. Yeah, he's been struggling and it was really nice to see and you're totally right you know us getting on the board early and then re- coming right back uh robbie ray giving it right back back that was heartbreaking and frustrating but the way the m's then came back and chipped away got some more runs added on but here came the mess kept adding on and then we had that little scuffle with Stephen rider like you said and then to bring in um the steel that was huge that was a big surprise like i said with him struggling and it was it was nice to see him bounce back like that. We're going to need him. No, we are going to need him. We're going to need him to shake out of whatever bullshit. The whole team is shaking out of the bullshit, and I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, like I do too. You're right. I like some of the moves DePoto has made for right now, for right now, for the next week. I like the moves that he's made. Like, hey, let's focus on getting some W's right now while people are getting healthy right yeah another guy getting back off the injury list was Sergio Romo he was key today you know shutting him down we're gonna need him or because you know we have guys that are getting hurt and injured that uh and we're gonna need guys like um Romo to step up and I was really glad to see him come back we're gonna need him are we gonna have Sergio Romo beard night if the the marketing team ain't already on that it needs to happen soon yeah, I mean, what have they had in the past? Beard and sunlight last night or something like that? You know, the Mariners are always creative in what they uh, he's choose to a, give out. Dude, he's already an established, like, this is a bad motherfucker right here, you know? Yeah, three-time world champion. Yeah, and the other bad motherfucker I love that had really just, boom, bounced back, and we talked about him with the COVID injuries or, or just, like, being out was Seawald. Man, Seawald looked like a stud this weekend. He, you know, he has this beef with the Mets. No, it was a big victory. 
go and you know what you were saying about Seawald, you know, he took it to heart. Um he was frustrated that he got let go by the Mariners, but uh you bet you made a great point earlier and that was about Seawald. He faces the team's best pit, best players every inning, no he matter does, what or at any time. He knows that he's coming in any game at the most tense situation, no matter if it's the seventh, eighth or ninth. And he's going to give you shut down ball for the most part. I mean, he is our stopper. He's not our closer. He's our stopper. He's the nastiest guy on the team. Listen, he's not coming in there to take down seven, eight, nine. He will if he's got to go in there and knock down seven, eight, nine. Now he's the guy that takes down two, three, four, five, six. He's the he takes yeah. on the biggest bullies on the street. And you know, once in a while, you're going to lose. Yeah. And I love that about him. It was just so cool to see how fired up he was to face his former team and gave up on him. You know, he had a hard trip back in New York. He wasn't playing that well. Stats weren't producing well for him. And, you know, they kind of hammered him. I was reading when his time was back there, and he just was tired of it when he got back and wanted to show him how uh, much he's improved. Yeah, and I love the way him and I love the, the, you know, evil Jesse Winker. You know, I know he's got these white sleeves he's wearing. He should wear black sleeves. He should wear the black cowboy hat in every town or a baseball hat backwards. He, I like this, the bad guy. I like the evil Anakin Skywalker version of Jesse Winker, don't you? Yeah, I mean, the Mariners really haven't had like a villain-type player and him being the villain and then being able to produce and not getting caught up in it and getting rattled, you know? He hit that big home run, you know, and waved to the crowd. I love that about him. Yeah, him and Seawald. Seawald can definitely play the character. Anybody that does the, you know, the Hulk Hogan ears, you know, hearing to the fans, you're you're asking for it, and you don't give a shit. And I love it. Yep. Manor baseball, baby. Already thinking about warm weather? golf under sunny skies and springtime baseball then now's the time to think about a seattle mariners spring training tour spend three five or seven nights in sunny arizona and enjoy benefits only available with official mariners spring training tours including dinner and chalk talk with manager lou Pinella. book your tour now with a no risk guarantee call 1-800-8-WARM-UP for spring training with the seattle mariners call now yep and before we cut out our corner little couple housekeeping things for the minor leagues. Uh, Kyle Lewis hasn't played the last three days, but he's now back. Uh, just normal rest for his injury. Back playing again today and yesterday. And Matt Brass, our starting pitcher that got sent down and now moved into a reliever role, had his first outing today. He pitched two shutout innings without allowing a hit. He had four strikeouts, but he did have three walks. So that's still a concern, you know, is wild up here. But uh, getting to him into the uh, reliever role should be good for this team going forward, and we should see him later on in the year, and hopefully he will be his lights out now as he did those first few appearances, as he will when he comes to that back up. And it'll be good to get Kyle Lewis back. It's been a, too long since he's been on the field for the Mariners, and uh, we need him, you know. He's a good bat, one rookie of the year, and I know a lot of fans are – waiting to see what he can do once he's back up here, and he should be a big addition to our team. I know you feel that way. Absolutely. All right, we're running out of time here, so let's 
One last thing. One last Let's thing. give a big shout out. One big shout out to our uh, Norwegian fans and uh, Scandinavian compadres around this area. Big happy uh, 17th of May coming up. Big yangle, day in Norwegian land. Yangle, yangle. Exactly. Hanno, you know what time it is. Yeah.